Welcome to today's episode of our Surgical Coordinators Spotlight Series. My name's Rebecca Brigel and I'm the founder and CEO of Surgimate. And I'm very pleased to be hosting today Jacqueline Wertman, a Surgical Coordinator from Ortho New York. Welcome Jacqueline and thanks for joining us today. Good morning and welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a pleasure and so good to see you again. Um, so Jacqueline, we're talking all about surgical coordinators and what wonderful professionals they are. Tell us a little about your professional journey into a surgical coordinator. Okay, I started with Dr. Kavanaugh in 1985 as a front-end receptionist. And then three years later, I was promoted to a secretary. And I've been with him until he retired in 2021, booking surgeries and taking care of all of his patients. And then when Dr. Kavak joined our group in 2011, I have been his care coordinator and surgical scheduler. Wow. So you've been doing this for, I can't even math. Over 38 years. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, and how did, how did you find your first job with Dr. Kavanaugh? Actually, um, there was a friend of my dad's who at the time was the office manager. And at the time they were looking for someone to run the front desk. And I happened to be in between semesters at college thinking I was going back in the fall to switch my major. However, when I got there, I really loved orthopedics. So oh, I continued wow. my journey there all these years. Oh, wow, that's so amazing. It's funny, yeah. I also started um, out as a surgical coordinator for my uncle. And I, you know, I used to have this thing where he'd drive me crazy where I'd, we didn't have cell phones back then. It was like the late 90s. So I'd leave the office and then he'd call me at home and say, I have an add-on. Yeah, right, right. I get phone calls from a telephone booth. There was no cell phones. He'd pull over and call me. Yeah, yeah. Um, What kind of specialists are Dr. Kavanaugh and Kavak? Dr. Kavanaugh is a general orthopedic surgeon, and Dr. Kavak specializes in upper extremity, shoulder and elbow. Oh, interesting. And have you enjoyed, obviously, they're different kinds of surgeons. Um, Has one been more interesting to you than another? Actually, general orthopedics has been very interesting because it's a broader range of different types of fractures. Dr. Kavanaugh would do anything from fingers, hands, wrists, foot, ankle, Achilles tendon, total hips, total knees. So it was a very nice journey of assortment. And I learned a lot with regards to um, the booking, the healing process. It's really, it was a a very um, successful adventure, I would say for many years of my life. Wow. And it's nice at, at the end of the rope also to see the patients healing and walking again, broken hips. We've seen, every, it was just quite a variety. So I enjoyed the variety. Wow, that's so interesting. And I'm guessing in that kind of previous generation of surgeons, there was less subspecialty, right? Correct, very less, very less. <laughs> Actually, um, back then, this is going back to the 80s, Everybody pretty much was general unless you specialized maybe in just hips and knees and then some spine surgeons. But everybody pretty much was general back then. Mm, very different to today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very different than today. Mm. Um, and so tell me, Jacqueline, what is your favorite part of the job? 
My favorite part of the job actually is talking to the patient, getting to know them, getting a little bit of the history of the injury. And quite frankly, I, I really enjoy the success at the end, seeing people. Uh, people will call me and say, oh, I feel like a hundred bucks. I can throw the baseball again. I, I can um, reach back and, you know, shower my back, wash my hair. Because now I'm doing a lot of the upper extremity and some people can't even reach around back. So it, it's really been, it, it's very pleasing. Oh, very that's satisfying. Have you ever received any handwritten notes or anything like that from patients? Oh, yes, yes. I've gotten lots of notes. I've gotten gifts. Mm -hmm. years. Oh, yeah, trinkets. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. It's nice to be acknowledged for the work oh, that you yeah. do. Oh, yeah. In a holiday time, they send us candy. Oh, oh, yeah, really nice. Little thankful thankful notes. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. And what do you think's the easiest part of the job? And what do you think's the hardest part of the job? The easiest part probably I would say is um, I, I really enjoy talking to patients, um, getting to know the people. And it's nice because people will call and they may just ask for me. So that's very nice. It, and it makes my job easier. And when you get to know a person and they just don't become, they become individualized is what, what I'm trying to say. I, re I really enjoy that. The hardest part sometimes is just getting everything to coordinate with the busy doctor schedule. And I'm trying to juggle the, the patient schedule or you're trying to, um, you know, when you have to rearrange patients, that I don't care to do because I know people, especially people who have children in school or need daycare, you're they, they have to set up, say like they want to come in on a holiday when there's no school and you're trying to accommodate everyone's schedule. And I don't like to disrupt schedules. Doctors and I don't like to disrupt the patient schedule. That's one thing. I that's my least favorite thing I'm doing. Yeah, that makes sense. And what are some of the um, what are some of the kind of workarounds you found to kind of mitigate some of the problems you've had in surgical coordination over the years? Because there's about a hundred tasks that you have to do to coordinate each case, right? right. Yeah, it's 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 very detailed. It's a it's a, a bit of a process. Um, I've over the years I have learned to reach out to for help instead of internalizing a lot myself, but reach out to a couple of coworkers who mm -hmm. generally can help me along the way if I need help and I'm struggling a little bit if I'm a little bit behind. Mm -hmm. but once you get into a groove of how you ha you almost have like a mindset in the morning of what you want to get accomplished. I like to tackle say like the phones and my immediate tasks first and then I like to sit down and schedule my patients for surgery I like to get mm -hmm. the little things out of the way first makes and sense concentrate on my booking so that I'm not being interrupted or pulled in so many directions during the day mm -hmm. right that makes so like for example when you call the hospitals I don't know St Peter's Memorial whoever yep. um do you call them about multiple patients at once or is it just one off? Well, um, right now we have assigned time. Mm -hmm. So certain block times we, um, are at each facility. However, I just had a fracture come in. So I did have to call the hospital. Had to wait mm -hmm. about 15 minutes for the gals to call me back to let me know what day and time I could do the fracture for next week. 
Mm-hmm. That is one downside when you when you're full for the upcoming week and you can't add any more patients to your schedule. That can be a little juggling. If you have to call the hospital, they have to assign you a day and a time, and you have to coordinate with your schedule. Here, you may have to reschedule your physicians patients and your physician assistants patients to coordinate to get them both to the OR. Oh, you mean you have to cancel some clinic to get the surgery right, done? Right, like I had to because I have a fracture to add on for next week. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a little it. bit juggling. Mm-hmm. And um, Jacqueline, what about when, do you book a lot of cases at ASCs? Is it easier at ASCs, harder? Yes, I I prefer to book at the Ambulatory Surgery Center. It's much easier, much easier. They're in and out on the same day. And um, it's just, you can book more cases there in a day. Do you think the patients are happier when they don't have to go to the hospital? Like they prefer to go to the ASC? I think they prefer to. They're in and out on the same day, and it's it's great care. We um, most of our patients go right down the street to our surgery center. That's great. Yeah. And what skills of yours? And you should feel free to be really complimentary to yourself, Jacqueline. Um, what skills do you possess that have made you such a successful surgical coordinator? Well, number one, you have to be able to multitask. There is mm-hmm. constant. You're picking up the phone in the in the middle of that. You're trying to um, you're talking to the patient, but you may have to put them on hold. Call the hospital to make sure that you can get the time set up. The uh, coordination with if it's an emergency, set up the coordination at the primary care's office. So their physical blood work, their EKG, and I'm constantly writing notes down as I'm talking to the patient so that I don't miss a step in my brain. I process everything. Mm-hmm. So, done while I booked the surgery and uh, while I'm doing that thought process I'm also jotting it down as I speak to the patient I use that checklist and um that that's my routine so what do you do at home in your spare time that requires that much surgical coordination like executive function like is it do you have a hobby or something you do at home that's kind of requires all those skills as well um when I'm home, I love to garden. I love to float in my pool and relax so that my brain decompresses, actually. <laughs> it's, it's so much hubbub here every day. But I'm used to it. I've done it for a long time. And your, your mind is constantly going here because you're constantly thinking ahead. And you're not just concentrating on one patient. You're concentrating on a lot. So that I tend to write a lot of things down. And my doctor will call with, with random requests in the middle of the day. So I tend to write things down. So I can keep track of it all. But you have to be able to multitask. And if he wants you to run to the room or hospitals on this line, you're getting paged for this line. So it's just a lot to juggle. So when I get mm-hmm. home, I like to read. I like to float in my pool, like I said, and I love to garden. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I always say, Jacqueline, you know, you're, I guess you're scheduling at least about 35 cases a month or something like that. Oh, yeah, there's quite a bit. Yeah, in one day last week. Oh, okay. So it's probably more like fifty. Yeah, that's a lot. You're doing um, it's about a hundred tasks a case. So it's like five thousand cases a month. You know, I I kind of struggle to remember everything I want to buy at the supermarket. So right. um, (laughs) So I know that it's a lot going. And really, what we're what we're doing in this series, Jacqueline, is um kind of shining the light on surgical coordinators such as yourself who have been in this industry for 
no. varying amounts of time. In your case, 38 years, I think you said, um, and to have obviously provided care to thousands of patients. And while you're not doing the surgery yourself, you've done a, a wonderful job at um, getting them from the from from the doctor's office to the OR and hopefully recovered, feeling better, less pain, pain-free. Um, and uh, we just want to thank you for all those years of service and uh, hopefully we will be uh, creating a surgical coordinator's recognition day in which, of course, we recognise you. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate your product. It's a wonderful product. It makes our job so much easier. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much, and Thanks for being You're such welcome. a great, great users as well. All right. Take care. <laughs> Bye.